0: I am so happy to share that I will be hosting an intimate group of women May 1st to the 4th, just north of Houston, Texas, for a transformational gathering and retreat. In this experience, guests will get to explore their own healing, go within, and take time for their self-care and transformation. Some of the modalities and activities that will be shared Include inner dance, breath work, guided meditation and movement, sound healing, channeled messages, and friendship. If you're interested in this experience, I am co-hosting it with my friend Teresa, and she's amazing. (laughs) If you had the opportunity to work with her at our Shasta retreat, then you will remember how sweet and just beautiful and what a wonderful healer she is. I'm excited. It's been a minute since I've hosted a retreat. And this one is going to be a beautiful experience right on Lake Livingston. They have gorgeous sunsets. And it's just, you know, going to be awesome. <laughs> so if you have any questions, please check out the details on my website, BarrettAndSoulHealingPodcast.com or com. I'm looking forward to connecting with this beautiful group. And if you feel called to join us, then I encourage you to apply. To be able to work with it to the point that you can have that much frequency in your body, grounded in your body. And be present in this reality and be able to speak like I am right now. When I was first doing readings, energy would come in so strong that it took me a long time to be able to fluidly uh, translate or stream the information because sometimes it was just very, very intense where you almost feel like, whoa, I my mind isn't even working. I can't even access. You get aphasia. You can't find the words. And so that took me, you know, a little bit of time, but to that, what I'm getting right now is also you're able to regulate the frequency and as a healer, welcome to the spirit and soul healing podcast, where we speak about all things related to spirituality, soul level healing, intuitive guidance, frequencies and much more. I'm Amy Sakarski, licensed vocational nurse, past life hypnotherapist, master intuitive energy healer, and a clairvoyant physical channel. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Spirit School Online, where we offer courses in energy therapy, free guided meditations, courses and information around learning to connect in with your spirit guides, and much more. You can find me at amysakarski.com and offerings at spiritschoolonline.com. <laughs> so hi, I'm Amy Sakarski. Welcome. Hi, Layla. You're here, girl. Um, let me bring you on in. Okay, it should be connecting. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about the Koshik Records and Layla's coming on. Oh, <laughs> here it goes. Hi, girl. Hi. <laughs> Yay, it worked. It did. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Yes. How are you? Doing good. Good. Yeah, it's um
1: ready for the weekend. How about you?
0: <laughs> I am so ready <laughs> for this weekend. Yeah, this week has been actually it's kind of like just the last couple of days really just full of energy and so I kinda wanna detach. Yes. (laughs) Go
1: offline. (laughs) No, I completely agree. It's been a lot of energy over here as well. I just want to also not have to wake up um early in the morning uh for school. So I always (laughs) love the weekends for that for not having to drop off people.
0: (laughs) Oh yes. I don't know about your schools, but I remember ours. We'd have to wait for like at least 30 minutes at a minimum. It was so wild. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So we were going to chat today. I asked if you wanted to come on because I was seeing all of your amazing posts that were so just, they were just so perfect, speaking right to what I've been receiving in my personal life and in sessions. This whole past life energy and the Akash has really been coming through in such a beautiful way, but it's more present in my experience than it has ever been. Um, Just like, I think I would have to say probably, I don't know, a few dozen past lives I've accessed and healed just this year alone, which is like, oh my gosh, that's a lot. You know, it's just coming to the surface so rapidly. And are you experiencing that with clients, with yourself? How has it been for you?
1: Yeah. So for me, I noticed a lot of past lives um, coming up, especially this year, most definitely it was almost as though past lives that I've had glimmers of in the past, but I didn't fully understand what they, the full lifespan of them and what the lesson was came back up. Um, For me personally um, this year, most definitely, but especially for other people, um, within the Akashic records. And what I felt like is when I was able to start healing, um, some of my past lives, I was able then to hold the space for other people as well to start healing their past lives. You know, it's like, once we see that process and we've gone, you know, from being aware of it to understanding it then to, okay, how do I work through this and clear it? Mm -hmm. Then it's like, we can hold that space for other people in so many different modalities, whether it be the Akashic records or past life healings or, you know, um, you know, uh, past life regressions. It's no, I noticed once I started to do it, I was able to hold space. And so I was having a lot of people come in for the Akashic records and then their past life would be like pulling kind of on the side. I could feel it. it's like, oh no, there's there's more here than just the relationship with mom in this life. This is This is something karmically that we're clearing. So yeah, I think once I saw it as a possibility, it started happening more often, most definitely.
0: Wow. Oh my gosh, so many, <laughs> there's so much to talk about with that, but definitely, and it's it's fascinating how we can tune in with spirit and somebody can come to us for a session or we can go to a session or we can go into meditation and we think we're going in with a certain plan or <laughs> we think we're going for yes. one form of healing and then voila, it just opens up. So um, so you are in the records and you're doing readings and then the healing comes through. So what happens for me often is I'll be in the healing session and then the Akashic stuff will come through. And um, I don't know if you can hear me. Yeah. And so um, it's fabulous. But I was noticing that, wow, these little tiny nuances of energy that I've had my whole life, I didn't really fully understand, you know, why do I feel this certain way or why does this um, affect me so deeply? Those um, past lives have been coming up this year and they were cleared and voila, I mean, it's like, it's like magic really. I feel like I'm in a movie because how can this be that just in one session? I mean, I'm in my forties. I've been living with this energy, not only this life, but lifetimes before. And it's fascinating. And so the message I kept getting was the world is ready. The earth is ready. You know, the collective, the energy here is just pushing us. It's it's so intense, so full of light that those um, nuances cannot or trauma cannot really function in the new reality. And for me, I call them nuances because some of them were just these tiny threads of light I would feel that were out of tune or something like that. that, and, And the parts that had me forgetting who I was like a little piece of me was missing it's that harmony of our light there was a little bit out of resonation and now having healed the trauma or released the connection to others in past life that um, like let's say we had a disagreement or a big issue just clearing and releasing that energy has shifted in this reality it's like night and day and it feels so good (laughs)
1: so many of us who decided to come in at this time especially those who consider themselves light workers empaths sensitives we a lot of people came in with a lot of karmic clearing it's like okay we're going to clear a lot of these past life energies that still need balanced um and so i know we talk about karma a lot but you know making sure that people understand that it's a balance and not a punitive thing Mm -hmm. and so once we are able to understand that karma is more like a balancing it's like we open ourselves up to the possibility of being able to even perceive ourselves as these past lives because if we don't have the capacity to hold grace for ourselves with who Uh, we were in other lives and how we present on a multidimensional level, it would be crushing to some people to see themselves in certain past lives, like to see themselves in maybe past lives where they felt like they were used or victimized by certain people that may be in their lives now, or where they were the aggressor in other lives. And so what I noticed is you know people who feel like they've struggled so much in their life and they know they're intuitive and they know they have like these feelings and they just feel like why can't i get over things like the rest of the world it's like they have came in it feels like to do such a clearing of this in- energy so that we can hold this new vibratory rate of light and that's why it's so uncomfortable but it's also why you can be 40 or 30 and you'd be like man like out ow- why did it take so long i've been doing the work and it's like okay well now the perfect opportunity for you to unlock even another piece of yourself because the right people have came into your life to kind of trigger that awakening or to trigger you to be able to hold that healing where i wouldn't have been able to hold it five years ago if i am in past life so yeah yes. it feels it feels big and expansive and i'm always excited when past lives come up, cause I'm like, Ooh, we're, we're doing some big work here. We're like we're about to clear something. And so it's really exciting.
0: Yeah, it's really exciting. And it's, um, it's also very fascinating because a lot of times we'll pop into like a scene, or we get a little piece of information, and then we're like a detective. <laughs> we either have to go forward or backwards on the timeline, and sometimes we pop into other lives. I had a session this week where we were two past lives and karma um for, for karma it was more a balancing within the self, so it was actually me i it was my <laughs> they were my past lives and in one, I felt like um God had like forsaken me or turned against me because I had done so much for the community and um and also in like a spiritual role, but this volcano came and wiped everybody out, and the community was blaming it. Oh, you know, God thinks we're being—he's punishing us. It was that whole mindset, and so I didn't even fully cross over in that life. And that's another thing; like, I was able to receive a, a full soul retrieval from that. Wow. So yeah, but the first life that I saw wasn't that one. It was a different one where um I was being uh tortured and I was a monk but I wouldn't go along with the church so my whole sect so religion was punishing me it seemed in both lives no matter what I did um and one I ended up suffering well I, I ended up suffering in both but in very unique ways so what happened was and I was a man in both. I've never, like, now men, I've never been a man before that's come through. So I'm like, this is a whole new layer. But um, so the person that I was in this life and the person I was in this life had to come together to balance the karma. And oh my gosh, was that powerful. And I, was, and I felt like I was sitting back just watching it because I'm like, this is all new information to me. I'm really intrigued to see how things are going to shift moving forward, but that past life came through, um, in a healing session, like a massage. It was trapped in my body.
1: <laughs> it's so wild though, like how, when, how past lives are held, how energy is held in our bodies. And so, you know, exercise or movement or something, even like when they say like do qigong or something like that for like. Spiritual connection, you're like, what? Like, okay, like that's cute and all, but it really does. Certain points of pressure can hold so much energy and information and just unlock, you know, that trauma when it's ready to release. And I was smiling the whole time I was hearing you because, like, literally this week, like the past two weeks, I have had two past lives really clear, and one was when I was a nun. Um, and I had visions and was persecuted for that, for speaking up against it. And that was a big one that was in my throat and my third eye. And then my other one was, um, one where I was as well, kind of like taken, um, and tortured. And eventually I actually saw my death, which I typically don't, yeah. my guys typically don't show them to me, mm-hmm. um, but I was able to see it. And I, my husband was actually in my past life with me he was hearing my guides and seeing it and i'm like oh man whatever happened in this life i must have been being hit in the head because i feel like my head is being smashed and he goes oh that's what's happening right now he goes but i can't say it so after we release that life that pain just like dissipated and it was like this opening had happened but i realized how different things i have going on physically can be connected to past lives where we hold energy within our bodies but yeah it's so interesting that me and you both kind of had a opening of almost like religious persecution and fear of speaking up which has been huge my whole life and so that's why i get so triggered with certain comments or with certain family members because religion is such a trigger and then i go oh well this past life makes complete sense you know why triggered by this person in my life and then why I'm so triggered when somebody questions something about religion so it's really beautiful to see how it all kind of flows together and can create great healing but at first it can feel very very painful for so many years of our life Mm
0: -hmm. yeah absolutely and um and it can be emotional pain and it can be mental anguish or physical pain and um Trish just asked about you know, healing past life or something. I can't remember the exact way she worded it, but related to the physical body and the effects that it could have. So, um, so it, it can be stored in the body. And I've done, I feel like I've done a lot of work that now I'm going in like a different layer and quite a bit deeper where it's more subconscious or not as like loud in my face, but So what was happening yesterday, it was yesterday, it was just yesterday. (laughs) I was having I had a massage, but my massage therapist does Reiki too, so like the energy was on and she just pushed on my shoulder and all of a sudden in my mind's eye I saw red, all of this red energy, and I saw muscle tearing. I was like, whoa, wait a minute, and then I saw a vision of a man with a beard, and so she's also very intuitive. So I just told her what I was seeing and she tuned into that life and I was being, and, and then I saw this scene, you know, where I was being tortured, and so it was stored in my body, but that pain hadn't um, presented yet in this life, but it could have, you know, and that's the thing, so movement, Reiki, massage, exercise, and it was a little tender when she pushed on it, but up until that moment, I hadn't even realized it, right, so it lays dormant, and then it will come through, and there's a great book by Mara Kelly about past lives, I forget the title, but the whole premise is where she had a toothache and they and they wanted it was like TMJ, something with her jaw. And so she went and did a past life regression that healed it. The doctors couldn't, they wanted to do all this surgery and um and it was a past life where she was eaten by a lion and it crushed her skull. So she that pain was coming through in this life and the past life. So if anybody's interested, that's a great book. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But there's this um, aspect of it can be any form of trauma and it can be related to our own experiences or it could be intertwined with somebody else. And when we heal it and it's intertwined with somebody else that creates a healing for them as well. And it's so powerful.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah it's so beautiful how you know it's interesting too when you were speaking about like how you didn't feel that pain at first but then like with just that massage it like came you know when a lot of people go through like connecting with their intuition or having a spiritual awakening it's almost this perception of as i've put new light into my body or say you've been attuned now to reiki and you've opened new channels of light um this is something that was really big for me is that like, oh, like everything's going to be better. I'm not going to have any of these issues. You know what I mean? Um, With all all the self-doubt and every kind of like all those traumatic and healing and emotional discomfort. But what happens is while you do have more um, light coming into your body also pushes out from that core part of us that has been so suppressed, um, whether that be past life trauma that's trapped in our body, whether that be current emotions, whether that be your inner child trapped in your body. And it pushes it out to the surface, almost like how a boil would come out and you'd be like, Oh, I thought I was good. I, you know, and it's like, no, it's coming to the skin to clear, it's coming out to be released. And it's not until you're in the right place at the right time. And you can actually hold that container for healing. Does it come out? And I've also noticed that it does really well when you have somebody there to hold space for you. So, you know, you were with somebody who could tap into that, past life and work with you like just sometimes you just need somebody to go I see it you're right I'm here with you and allow it to clear and so I think that's what's really cool is that you know my husband is so clairvoyant and so gifted with that is that he can hold space for me and I can hold space for him or you can hold space for other people to do the same thing and so that's why I think past life healing does really really well in regards to clearing it when you're with somebody else or with a group
0: Uh to kind of yeah, it's very therapeutic and to have somebody hold the space and then provide feedback or one over the other. Well, I guess if you're providing feedback, you better be holding space. <laughs> but not everybody is um, can access the information, but they can hold space and it's very powerful. And um, what it reminded me of is I just mentioned to her what I was seeing and she got more information and told me that it, was, it took place in Rome. And I was saying, well, I keep feeling there's something with Greece. There's something with Greece coming. And you know, it actually, like you can kind of trace things back in my experience. Right when I got there, she said to me, hey, Amy, do you want to travel this year? And I'm like, oh, just domestic. I don't feel like going international. My husband really wants to go to Greece and I don't want any part of it. Like that's how our day started, just saying hi. And then Sure enough, it came through. So that was like subconscious spirit needed to be said. She needed to ask me that. So in the session, I was like, but there's something about grace now. And that was the second life where the volcano or some natural disaster happened. Um, And so it was really nice because she was able to hold space. And as she was telling me what she was seeing, I was feeling the energy move through my body. And this is fascinating for me, I don't know if you've had this experience or anyone, but it's lately I've been getting a lot of energy coming back into my legs, my thighs, and that also is new. So I've been doing this for a couple decades and that's like, whoa, wait a minute, like it comes in the body, but it would settle in my legs. And I guess it's about strength or power or standing, you know, to stand. Um, But just in that moment with her holding space, I knew I was in this safe place And I could just relax and let the energy come in and do its thing. And that typically happens when we're in that portion of the healing process where we're pulling our soul light back in. So you'd call it that soul retrieval. And um, so that that was really incredible for me just to be able to feel the energy, have her see an extension of what I had seen, And to feel my physical body then move (laughs) differently. (laughs)
1: so It's so beautiful. And when you talk about the legs feeling like stronger, so weird because yes, I was literally telling my husband, I feel like I'm feeling the energy come up through the roots of my feet up to my root chakra when I was laying and we were just talking about it after it cleared though it wasn't until we cleared it did I feel this influx of energy and I've been feeling more and more of that of like I'm asleep and I wake up and I feel a stream of energy coming in through my feet and I'm like oh okay and it gives you this ability to feel like you can stand firm and stand strong and stand up and so it's almost like we have when we clear it we like get our sea legs to us and we can actually like stand up strong in our beliefs and you know our power and so it yeah like reintegrating into the legs most definitely
0: yeah yeah (laughs) I definitely um have been noticing that and I feel also because it was so it was something that really really happened in the physical realm because sometimes I'll get energy that comes in it'll be like at my heart let's say and I feel like oh this is related to a spiritual experience meaning something that happened outside of a body when i was in another realm let's say and now it's there's a lot of focus on physical body and the emotions and my perception of life so yeah there's some really good questions coming in (laughs) can you i know hi everyone hello and welcome we're so happy y'all are here um can you see the questions layla Mm -hmm. yeah okay do you want to pick? Do you want
1: to? <laughs> we have, I'll just scroll up a bit.
0: You also can put them, you guys, in the bottom. There's a plus button. It makes it a little bit easier for us to organize questions that way.
1: If you can see it easier, Amy. I'm-
0: oh, okay. Yeah. Um. There was one right here from HX extreme i had a parallel experience in the now with a past life how do we know if it has been changed oh yeah well i would i would say that when that happens it's almost like you're witnessing it changing in that moment that it has taken place and now it's going to be about the transition and integration um what do you feel layla when that happens can you
1: say that in different words I'm kind yeah. of not understanding.
0: Yeah, so it's like here um if I can understand it right, they had a past life experience um today that paralleled. So they had an experience right now that paralleled a past life experience. And how do they know if that's created a shift in a healing?
1: Um, I think the fact that it came up is a huge thing. The fact that you have an awareness that it happened and it's a connection to a past life is your, it's like those X points, those choice points where you get to make a choice. Um, So the the fact that you're even aware of it and able to then make a conscious decision of how you want to move forward, I think is that change. Um, So yeah, just the awareness of it. And then your choice, because every, everyone has free will, you are able to make what voice you want but a lot so many people are coming against those points those um connections to past lives um in a in either a parallel reality or not and they're not even aware of it mm-hmm. so I your awareness is enough actually
0: yeah oh um thanks for the badge <laughs> except dream yet yeah, uh, to that I just have all this information coming in so I'm fumbling but That's something I wanted to mention earlier. It happens all the time. Like when you were talking about exercise, it's so important. We might not even know. I've had days where I wake up and I'm like, whoa, something happened. I'm a new person completely. I don't know what happened, but this shift is like major and I feel like I'm on high octane light. It feels amazing. And um, so just being grateful for me, this is how I process those moments. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so different. I'm so grateful for whatever happened in this experience. And it's usually when more and more light comes in. And the more light that comes in, the stronger our chakras are, the stronger our sense of well-being and confidence in ourselves and our um, intuition becomes. So yeah, the fact that it's coming up, I feel like you're probably just witnessing it. So Leila, you were mentioning about now you get to pick how you want your life to be. And that has been so profound because there have been a few things in my life where I'm like, gosh, I feel a little bit like I keep butting heads or going up against this pattern or this energy. Some of it was like subconscious or the way that I interacted with people in my life. I'm like, why is it that when we get together, it's usually family, it's like, I love you, we do great. But why is it when we get together that sometimes there's that tiny, just dissonant energy that's it just grates on you. Uh, well, a few weeks ago, I had a past life come through and that cleared. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I can now be in your presence in a more peaceful way. Within my body, I don't get this uncomfortable sensation that I've had for years. And um, so when this whole thing happens, where I'm going is things will shift and you kind of come back to this neutral point. And then you get to cultivate the life that you want in a more, I would say, responsible way. So now I'm very aware. I'm very aware of the energies that I intermix or yeah, that I mix with that I um, entertain and let into my life because I don't want to go backwards or like, <laughs> I don't want to create more karma. <laughs> we just cleared that, you know,
1: uh, you can't, you're out of balance. Boy. And then, I think what happens too, a lot of times, I completely understand that little undercurrent that's going through all conversation. And what's interesting is when you kind of spiritually open up, you you really try to hold that light frequency, and so it can be really difficult to feel your sense, um, feel yourself as that underlying current. Like, oh, let me just push more light in. Let me just, you know, put more light on it. And while that's helpful, it's also very helpful to go, okay, I see this. Under- Undercurrent, let me go deep into it with this ability to hold light as well, so that I can actually stop pulling this little thread along for all my life, feeling like, why can't I really just hold this light and not feel this like this little irritation sometimes? Use like these little threads of irritation. And so it's knowing that we're safe in those high vibrations and knowing we're safe in that those deep emotions, um, without judgment. And I think that's like the next step that people go through when they are, you know, awakening to themselves is at first it's like all love and light. And then we move forward and we're like, okay, no, there's this, this energy down here that's asking to be seen, whether it needs to be seen in a past life or felt from this life, like go there, holding the lights and loving the energy. And then it's almost as though those people in your life, you can look at them in a completely different way because they don't know that you're you're holding this energy and wanting to clear it in this life. I mean, as as their own soul self, they probably do because they probably seek to help. But yeah, it's like clear it so that you can be loving to yourself and to others and don't just love and light it too much or you'll always feel it, you know, and then you'll kind of feel like uh, a crappy spiritual person. And that's what people get in their minds with it. They get themselves thinking, you know, oh, I still have these feelings. We'll dive deep into it and hold space and light for that too.
0: Yeah, we have to let those emotions come through. If we just keep layering light on top of it, it's more of a surface layer, you know, like, yeah, I'm good. I'm fine. And then you're like, but underneath, are are you like, how was your day? (laughs) Really, if you sit, um, I think, well, I was in a conversation recently where somebody was mentioning how people, some people have a really hard time sitting quietly by themselves. And man, if you can sit quietly by yourself for an hour, so much can come up. Or you might feel like, yeah, I cleared a lot because I actually can comfortably do this. But when we can't, it's like we start thinking about all kinds of things, or the emotions can come up, and those are hints or clues as to what we can start really unpacking, digging deep underneath, and letting it come through, and if you don't understand the emotion, I always say journal it, speak it out, just honor it, acknowledge it, Um, I love to dance and sing, I feel like that helps to move energy, it's just a really fun way of it as well but yes, to all of what you just shared, it really resonates. I can feel a lot of energy actually right now. (laughs) Come in, just feel so strong and beautiful. Energy. I
1: feel definitely this expansion in the heart. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, There are six questions already here in the chat. Um, Here's a great one. Oh, she's she's actually, actually asking both of us so Ms. liz when you connect with the akashic records what are some physical sensations that you both feel
1: so when i connect to the akashic records um it feels like effervescent Mm -hmm. um it feels tingly and expansive it almost feels like you're weightless in um like a like a say an ocean and you're just like slightly being swayed back and forth and it's soft and you feel the sun kind of on you. I'm a very physical person. So for me, it feels big, but gentle all at the same time. It's not knocking me over, but it feels, um, supportive and expansive. Um, if you want to talk about actual physical symptoms, um, at times it will be like, tingles all over, pulsation of energy moving through. Um, yeah, it's like physically what I'm feeling is feels like glitter or sparkles is kind of how it feels.
0: Oh, that's so pretty. Yeah, so I'll preface this by I don't um, do Akashic readings like you do. Mine, um, the past lives are related because the Akash holds everything, but it comes through in a different way for me um, but I can feel the energy right now, actually. <laughs> so how can I describe? I, I don't. You can't see my hand, but my hand feels heavy. There's a like it. I'm holding this big puffy cotton ball. It's not. It's not crazy heavy, but it's there. And my whole aura feels humming. I feel like I'm humming. And around my head, I feel tingles all. But these aren't the kind of tingles that are like a. On the surface tingle it's more inside of the skin and it's bigger bubbles so it's like this pressure this beautiful i don't know like i'm wearing a blanket but it's in the body and then my heart feels super expanded and looking at it i can see all the colors pink purple green and blue and gold like boom so i think that the unkashic the kash has so much energy it's so high frequency so beautiful that we all might feel it in a different way based on our you know our body and our spiritual um state of well-being how in tune can we uh be to the the subtle like the small subtle sensations and that's where it starts is being aware and and recognizing the subtle sensations and then it builds upon but yeah, I mean, I mean, to tell you, like, I am humming right now. And uh, 15 minutes ago, that was not happening. <laughs> feeling it too. When you said
1: that, if uh, you know that when you're like in a jet pool and you're kind of like arms can like easily move up and down for me, I kind of do my head kind of wants to twirl and move and dance with the energy. Um, But it feels, yeah, it feels very different to person how open they are and what they feel like that day most definitely but what it will feel like is you feel like a higher vibrational energy coming around you and you'll just know it and really look for your heart to open um so many people when they go into the Akashic Records focus on their third eye. Um, a lot of people enter in different places. Me, I really find the most embodied Akashic Record reading being in my heart chakra. So go maybe focus in different areas of your body too if you're wanting to feel how different focuses of chakras can kind of hold different energy in your body for um, entering in the Akashic records. So everyone kind of has a different way in which they connect.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. She's saying the head sway and dance movement really hit home for me too. Mm-hmm. So just to share right now, the energy's gone. Drop yeah. <laughs> off. So I must have connected in. Cause when you were talking, I was like, "Yep, yeah. yeah. And now it's released. <laughs> so, and it can happen that fast, you know, kind of like sing songy and movie. Like that's
1: how it, feels for me like a like I'm an orchestra uh director it's just very beautiful and light um but it just feels like a different energy so most
0: definitely yeah oh my gosh thank you for asking that question that was so beautiful not only did we you know share but it came in (laughs) so we could describe it (laughs) oh okay I'm going to the other questions um okay oh I love this one brave little daisy what does holding the light mean really? What does that really mean to hold the light?
1: Do you want to go first with this one or?
0: Um no, you you can go. You can go. So, holding the light for me.
1: Um so I'm really just kind of checking in to make sure that I'm going to say the right way of how it feels to me. What it means is bringing in this frequency of love, expansion, oneness, energy down into my body and connecting it in to the earth. Um, it's holding... The what we may see as being different as this dense earth energy um, and this high vibrational soul frequency and pulling it into every cell, every fiber, every beingness of you. But it also means that while you may experience some heaviness, you also know and hold the light that you are as well. So for me, it's a a multidimensional energy within our bodies. And so that's really been what I have been called to speak about as I move forward is how do we bridge this, these high vibrational frequencies and not just leave our bodies, but hold them in our, in our body. Um, so it's holding the possibility and awareness of yourself being way more than just the physicalness, but also honoring the physicalness with your light. Don't try to leave the body. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you probably saw me close my eyes as you started talking because it was happening. I could feel it. So for me, it comes f- like this stream midline down the body. And even I was moving my head and it's was like, nope, it wants to be aligned versus a moment ago with the Akashic energy, I felt like I could move and float. This keeps me so centered and grounded. It's a beam of light in my body. It feels very peaceful, but very reassuring like, there's that support and confidence, and it goes through all my chakras. Right now, I can feel it down in my wow. belly, also when you say my root, and space, then it can go like straight down to the earth in a and so healing capacity. you holding Sometimes it's you'll feel like, whoa, something has happened here at the grocery and store. And it also kind boom, of puts the like light I'm... out. You it's hold really space, and like so like it's about your intention right now. If like, I'm giving I mean, messages, I'm like, oh, okay. I don't need to hold it, as much light in the body. But if I'm holding and, space um, and I don't have to speak, I can light up and I, I, because because I hold really strong, so much. Because, because they're telling I'm me right now, they're saying light actually. is information. So when we hold the light, we're holding information and we're holding a frequency in the body that can then emanate off of us. And you can practice and you can make it stronger and stronger or be able to say, okay, like right now I'm going to turn it down. Okay. <laughs> so now I can talk a little bit easier. <laughs> so that's what it, to me, what it means.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Oh gosh. Most definitely. And then the regulation of the energy is so important. Um, I did the same thing, and especially the crystals that you're holding around you. If you guys are sensitive to crystals, I was choosing all the blues and purples. I love those colors. But um, when you are coming in, especially if you're doing a reading and you're allowing all this energy to come through, say you're not great on grounding. Um, and then you also have all these high vibrational crystals around you. Sometimes it can be so disorienting and you just like, oh, I don't know what I want to say, but I'm getting a lot. Um And there's almost a fear of grounding into the body that we're going to lose a connection of some sort. Um, And it's really about the balance, not seeing this as being better than the other. Um, And so, yeah, like I always do a dial as well. Like, how am I feeling? Am I jittery? Okay, let's move down that kind of cosmic spiritual energy and put it into our bodies. When you were talking about that line, I kept seeing a tree. So for me, that's where I go in my meditations when I'm grounding and connecting my spiritual energy and my earth energy is I, it's calling in that sunlight almost is how I visualize it and then pushing it down to the earth and then pulling it back up. Um, So holding light doesn't just have to be cosmic energy. It's earth energy. It's this whole beautiful connection of holding light. Just like you were talking about, Amy, it's the emanation out um, that holds that frequency of information and energy and intention. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you for sharing. That gives, I can relate to what you're saying for sure. And I think it it might give somebody a different way of perceiving it because you know (laughs) we try and make energy in a way where we can explain it and it's like okay this is the best way (laughs) right now another way to consider and looking at it um okay there's some great questions let's see they're kind of like bouncing out of order okay let me clear this one Oh, okay. Amy Rimby is asking, is it important to go into a past life regression with a specific intention? I'll let you take it. (laughs) Amy's in my
1: um, new awakened course. So I'm excited to have yeah. Um, So is it important to go into a past life with a specific intention? For one, I don't think a past life shows itself unless there is an intention behind it, whether you're consciously aware of it or not. I think our guides and our spirit team um, don't just show us lives for entertainment um, or just like for no reason. So if you are able to access to that life, there is an intention and a calling in your soul to view that life. So um, you just have the intention to heal and be open and see what's currently affecting you in this life. And that is what will bring that life to a, um, a view for you, whether you're physically feeling it, clear, just receiving it as a knowing or seeing it. Um, it's based off of your intention is great when it's stated, but your soul and your energy is setting the intention regardless. So yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and there's different ways to access past life. So if you're having a reading or you're in the meditation or healing session, and if you go the route of hypnotherapy and you're going for a hypnotherapy regression, um, it's so nice because, so that's one of the things I do. I'm a past life hypnotherapist. It's so nice because you get to just do exactly what Layla's saying. You show up with this intention and you can have the intention be I'm here, I'm present, and I like to heal and see what's made known and um, relax. And then the practitioner helps lead and guide you through the experience. And you'll get a deep healing because you'll feel it and (laughs) you'll also see all the information if you're in a past life regression and often in the meditation too. Now, in readings, I don't know, Layla, do sometimes, I'm sure it just depends. Some people can see what you're saying, but
1: yeah. I mean like um with the person that's in session with me can they see it yeah so i always get a clue um you know there's so many different um interests within the akashic records it's infinite honestly but typically what will happen is the archangels will kind of step forward and usually i work with a lot of ascended masters they will kind of step forward and say tell her to view it as well so they'll guide me to it um and these are the people the people who are usually coming to me are as well very intuitive and working on their intuitive gifts and so it's a it's a way for them to not be in the background anymore um so whenever i hear that i'm like okay like we're working on clearing like some spiritual issues here we're trying to step into our light even more in this physical life and so yeah i'll say can you see it can you feel it tell me what you're witnessing tell me what you're smelling so they create a whole um scenario and then i walk them through what to do and i wait for them to clear it and then i connect in with their physical body as well and so that's the beauty of being empathic and also the pain empathic if you don't know it um is i can feel like oh you just released it and they're like yeah yeah i did so having somebody mirror it back to you is great as well but yeah i usually try to have people visualize it clear it create a different situation speak to it with love and then like move on um, with either writing declarations or clearing the cord um but i'm very much led by what spirit says within the akashic records of what that person is to do because some people aren't just i've always found that it's so much more effective when they're involved that yes. <laughs> space if they can say they feel it or make it up or use their imagination it's so much more powerful right,
0: right. yeah we start with imagination and then that turns into being able to perceive actually mm. these memories and the energy cuz it's kind of the same muscle that we that we use and um i loved hearing you describe your process it's very similar to mine and we just it's just called something different hypnosis psychotic, i mean it's the same okay. yeah <laughs> so pretty thanks for the question amy um let's see hmm, i'm looking for a couple more questions here okay let me clear that one off the screen. Okay, so do we both personally call in frequencies for ourselves when we connect with the Akash? And um, and what does that sound like? How do we ask for and like? How do we connect with those frequencies? So I think it's about setting space. I would feel. Setting space
1: or like calling in frequencies of um like different guides or angels. Is that what you're speaking about? If you could I think, is it in the comments that they're writing that?
0: Yeah, can you see it at the bottom? There's a little question mark. I don't think I can see oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah. Well to me the question was do we connect in with other what frequencies do we connect in with? And that is a part of me setting space. So, so yeah. Um, maybe I start on that one then. So, <laughs> so I set my space, I set my energy. Kind of, we just did a minute of it I go Pull my light in, and then expand my aura. And then I personally will say, I'll look in the energy field to see who's here to support the session. And that's where I'm at in my path. But when I first started, I would feel called to. I had this awareness about like a particular angel or a guide or a sender master. But now that we've had such, we've developed such a relationship that now it's kind, I mean, it is, it's this partnership. So I say, who's here to support this session? And I will get their name as a knowing in my head, a claircognizant knowing, and then I feel the energy step in. So I connect with a spiritual team for guidance, support, and protection. And then when I go into past lives, the energy within me gets really, really strong and I feel like the dimensions merge. At first, like years ago, I felt like I wouldn't leave the body. Now I don't always leave the body. More I expand through dimensions. So I'm in partly in this body and I expand through dimensions and I start seeing the whole scene unfold and that, I don't know what I would call the energy that's supporting that, maybe a combination. But I definitely connect in with the spiritual team for support, and the archangels are so powerful for that. I mean, being clairvoyant, I've seen them clear energy like boom, you know. And trust me, there's a lot of energy out there you want no part of, even having anywhere near you or seeing or talking, even being aware of. And so they'll they'll just come in. And I also have other spirit gar- spirit guardians. I have um, a dragon that I work with. Some sometimes multiple different dragons come in as guardians and um and also i'm getting what i'm being called to share is uh portions of my soul light that have had different personas in other lifetimes will sometimes come through so those gifts from other lifetimes will come through and i'll see that and if i didn't know and if i wasn't aware i might think oh that's a guide or oh there's a you know an angel or a being here and then the more i get close to that and tuning in i'm like oh that's me (laughs) wait that's me so we have a lot of support um how do you how do you like connect in or when i
1: i always set my space so i double intention as well i set my space before i open up to even say the prayer or set the intention to enter the akashic records um always calling in uh the vibration of um, unconditional love truth healing light and call in the archangels to help clear my space and uplift my energy and I just call in my team around me. Um, I don't necessarily individuate anymore either um, just because it's it's not necessary, but it was very necessary for me at first because I needed the ritual of it um, to feel connected to it Um, and it's all about. What words and statements you say that makes you feel safe. Um, so, some people might call on deities, some people might call on earth elements, some people may call on the archangels. It's whatever your soul feels resonant with. And then, when I say the prayer, um, there's a couple different prayers that I've used, but the prayer um, basically just sets the intention that I only connect in with the vibration of. Unconditional love, light, truth, calling in. I usually call in the ascend, call in the masters, guides, and teachers of the records. I also call in my higher self and spirit team to kind of work with me. I have an Akashic spirit guide that I work with as well. But yeah, but then when I'm in there, I don't necessarily ask for information of where i'm receiving unless i'm doing a clearing for somebody um i've noticed they if it's important to the person to know what kind of energy is working with them they'll say it. so you know mother mary comes through a lot um christ frequency comes through um mary magdalene i've had a couple different energies come through where it really was what that That person needed um in that session to hold space but really obviously they're all just creating form for us um, with whatever creates the most comfort and love for us to open up um but yeah and and when you said about your guides or feeling like it might be your guides but it's you in different forms i'm feeling more and more of a connection like once you get to this sense of awareness like we're all connected you're me I'm you I, I feel a sense of energy is like is that me
0: in another life that's
1: a guide in this life you really have no idea honestly but or it's part of me
0: right <laughs> it's making me smile and laugh because I'm like you're right the more you work with this it's a mystery but you know that you're full of love the light comes in we are supported and Yes, that was a beautiful question. Oh, thank you for asking. <laughs> and thank you everybody who's joining. We have some new friends joining. So we're almost coming to the hour, but we'll definitely be sharing it as a replay. So let me see what other questions are here. Um, okay. Oh, okay. Um, Star Clan, Norma's asking, what can I do until I set up a session if my guides have recommendations that would be great but I understand I require more assistance from a spiritual healer okay so what could somebody do um, what advice do you have if they um, are holding off to make a formal session I guess you know self-care self-meditation tips
1: yeah so um, one thing To do and we can implement it so easily is take at least five minutes um, where you can be in silence Um, focus at least a minute of that on intentional breathing and becoming aware of your body and feeling where you are in physical space after that listening to some um either crystal singing bowls or some sort of music to kind of get yourself into a altered brainwave state and then i like to ask um what does my soul most need to tell me today or what does my higher self want to most tell me today and then just sit and open um you'll be surprised of what you receive with that Um, our soul our higher self is always wanting to speak to us and we don't have to do fancy things to get that information and so journal it just have a pen and paper and write whatever you receive Um, Even if that's for five minutes a day, for 30 days, you'll be amazed at what you receive um, with that. So if you are really wanting to kind of go more further into your um, past lives, I would say work on connecting into an inner knowing and an inner truth and creating peace for yourself so that when you do go into a session, you're able to um, hold that space for healing Mm -hmm. by by connecting in already.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm getting a vision right now. So it's so funny. I was trying to listen to you, but I'm <laughs> receiving a download. So I'm like, oh. Ah. um, so I think this is something we all can, can do norm, especially since you asked the question, be more in tune with your emotions and nature. Like they just show me walking and I thought, oh yeah, I want to go for a walk today. And I, so I'm seeing myself walking and then I'm feeling all this emotion come out of my heart how do we clear? Well, it has to come out, right? So we can move energy with exercise and dance and stretching, yoga, movement, tai chi, all of this, but some of it's emotion. There's some of it, there's so much information. I'm seeing it just packed in to this space. Let it cry out, let it laugh out. You can do mantras. It needs to be released from within. I feel It feels like a pressure cooker just ready to come out. And I think if we go back to the beginning, what we started talking about, Layla, at the beginning today was how the energy is really getting intense and it's so supportive. It's like stuff is just being pushed to the surface. So you don't have to know details. You really don't. You just have to be present and let the energy process through. That's the number one way. And like you were saying, crystal bowls will help to clear it. And if you feel something stuck, you can use a sound instrument like a tuning fork or a bowl to help push or pull it out. But breath work too, I'm getting. So there are a lot of exercises, we'll call it practices, and it can all go under the label of self-care if we want to do that, you know, put a label to it. But look at all the different modalities or self-care practices and be also exceptionally intrigued if you are called to something you've never done before. Maybe you've never had a salt water bath, but you're feeling it. Okay, then there's a reason, right? So especially if there's something that's a little bit different, then I would say that's your team or your soul, your guides really speaking to you, that that's a practice that can help you.
1: So, so most, most definitely. I loved everything you said, and I like the ends where you said, if you feel something coming through that you haven't ever looked into before or had interest in, like follow those urges. Um, so many people are looking for direction from the universe or from their guides and they're receiving it as those little tiny nudges. And I don't think I wouldn't be here if I didn't listen to every little tiny nudge, well, I didn't listen to everyone, but the one that kept pulling at me, like do this, I like this person. I like the way Amy sounds. I feel connected to her. I'm going to go look into her courses. I'm going to go look into her pot, like follow those little nudges that feel like they come out of nowhere because that spirit leading you. Um, and I like how you said, like, if all of a sudden you feel like, Oh, maybe I should look into a salt bath. Like that, that's how you know it's not your rational mind into your intuition working because you don't have a background for thinking that. So follow that.
0: Oh, yes. I love how you clarified. Oh, thank you. Yes. So we're coming to the hour. Do you want to share with everybody um, that's new to meeting you, like a little bit about you, what you're offering and how they can connect?
1: Yeah. So um, I offer Akashic sessions, um, Akashic Reiki sessions, where it's specifically the Akashic records and healing within the records, um, intuitive sessions. And I do long distance Reiki as well. Um, everything's kind of merging together. So a lot of people ask me, which one do you, do you feel like I need? And so we kind of like connect our minds together and blend everything together. Um, so you can find that on my, um, profile on my link in bio, um, to connect to my website. But then also I have a course that actually opened, well, it's closing today for, yeah, for, um, Monday it starts, it's awaken the intuitive healing program. Um, It's six weeks of teaching, two weeks of practice. We're going over basically so much stuff that we talked about today, Amy, is you know, how to ground, center, and connect into your body, and then also see the triggers um, that we struggle with, right? Like our self limiting beliefs and how that plays into our intuition going all the way to meeting with your spirit guides and angels and doing intuitive reading. So if you guys are interested in that, it's in the bio as well. But yeah, I hang out
0: both <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you for sharing. We've talked about your course and it sounds just perfect. It's amazing. So if anybody's interested, definitely. I didn't realize it was closing today. So uh, <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> And, yeah. and so um if you haven't met me, I'm Amy Sikarski. and I also offer readings and past life hypnosis and past life healing sessions and um, energy therapy classes and I have a retreat coming up May 1st to 4th, north of Houston, Texas. And then I guess the big thing is I have a podcast. So if you're interested, and Layla's been on my podcast, so um, Spirit and Soul Healing Podcast is where you can find a lot of great topics and information if you're looking for education and also, you know, interesting conversation around spirit and soul so uh thank everybody thank you for being here (laughs) thank you thank you norm thanks layla it was lovely yeah
1: i love this we'll have to do it again i would love to
0: all right if you're just tuning in everyone catch the replay (laughs) bye this is amy and i want to thank you so much for tuning in here at the spirit and soul healing podcast this is a reminder that you can like and subscribe and follow to receive notifications for all upcoming episodes i'm also sharing a chakra meditation for those who would like to leave a review on any of the audio platforms such as apple podcast spotify google podcast amazon music audible. So to receive the meditation, just send me an email at the spirit and soul healing podcast at gmail.com with a screenshot of your review. And I'm happy to share that with you. When you leave a review, you'll also be entered into the monthly drawing for a 30 minute energy therapy session or an angels and aura reading. And you can check the show notes below for this month's winner.